Welcome to the Ideal Investor Show. This is the podcast where we help you challenge your mindset and discover where you are. Tired of stories about other people's success? We can help you change your life, determine your time freedom point and join us on the journey to financial success. Let's go. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Ideal Investor Show. Today, I want to talk to you about this little red guy with the little horns coming out of the head. I'm speaking about speak of the devil. And who is the devil in this little um, play on words? Well, in my opinion, the devil is basically an attitude by people who would traditionally buy treasury bonds or treasury bills. I don't know if you remember because it's been a long time and for the last 10 or more years, it was really not very uh, interesting to be invested in the bond market. The stock market was much better. The real estate market was much better. Many other innovative things were much better. And there were really only certain organizations and individuals who invested in the bond market. And they didn't necessarily do it because they wanted to, but because they had to like life insurance companies who have certain rules. They cannot just speculate with all the money that people give them. For one, because people die and they have to pay out the policies, but also because they are basically working on behalf of other people. And so a certain amount of their investments on behalf of the policyholders of life insurances uh, or life insurance policies has to be in bonds just because it's safer. Especially the U.S. bonds have always been seen as the safest investment. But the problem was that these things basically had almost no interest. Some of them had 0, 0.51% interest in an environment where we had 2, 3, 4% inflation. Now you know we had 10 and 8 and 9 and 7% inflation and obviously something had to happen. And when the Fed started increasing interest rates, the bonds also reacted obviously because that's directly connected. And when the interest rate goes up, the value of the bond goes down, right? And so what happens is the Federal Reserve has kept informing us in every one of their meetings this year in 2023, and I think it's going to continue into next year, that they will keep interest rates higher for longer with even a chance to have one or two more uh, small increases by maybe a quarter percent. So now think about it. For one, you can get actually... Uh, treasury bills or treasury bonds with five, six, seven, eight percent interest on it. But if you know that you have to buy them, like a life insurance company, for example, or certain other institutions like pension funds and so forth, you know you have to buy them on behalf of the people that put their money, for example, in their life insurance policies. And you hear these words. Then that little devil is basically the speculation of, well, if they say they keep it higher for longer or might even increase it, then the longer I wait, the better deal I get. And one of the things, why is this even relevant? Why are we talking about it in our show today is because how does any government, especially the US government, but most other governments as well, how do they get money to spend into the economy or pay for social security or any other things that the government pays for, welfare and so forth? Well, they're not really getting most of it anymore or, well, most of it maybe, but they don't get all of it out of tax income and they borrow more and more. And we have talked about this many times. So the debt, debt is increasing. I think just the last sale of treasury bills was like a trillion dollars in the last quarter. 
And the uh, expectations for the next two quarters is another $1.5 trillion in newly issued debt through bonds or treasury bills. So if you know that there will be these new bonds issued, and you also know from everything that you hear that the interest rates will stay high for longer and might keep increasing, that means if the government wants to sell these to you, then they have to do one of two things. They either have to give you a higher interest rate right up front, or they have to lower the price on each one of those bond, uh, um, treasury bonds. Now, you can't really lower the price easily because they come with a nomination of $100 typically. So the only thing is to offer higher interest rates. So one of the things, and that is the little devil in the detail, is that some people are now speculating that the government will start getting into more and more issues and trouble of selling these treasury bills if they just want to go with the interest rate that the Federal Reserve is basically issuing. Some people say the government will have to give a better deal, like more in the 6, 7, 8, 9, 10% range, depending on how long the bond is, to attract enough people. Now you would say, okay, well, that's okay, and that's a little devil. Well, here's the bigger devil. The bigger devil and the same thing is, in a sense... The government is running not really just a national debt. They're also running the national debt in a way like a credit card, which means, you know, you have the, the credit line on your credit card for a certain amount of time, but then you have to make a payment and refinance over and over and over. So the government that bought like or issued bonds for two years, five years, 10 years in the past, all these two-year bonds that they issued two years ago are now coming due. Two years ago, they issued bonds for a half a percent or one percent interest. Now, if they want to replace them or what's called refunding, they have to pay four, five, six, and more percent. So it's not just three percent more, it's like four, five, ten times as much. So the government, the US government specifically, has to pay interest on the bonds because if we buy them or you buy them or the banks buy them or the life insurance companies buy them, we don't just want to park our money. We want to make the interest and the interest payment comes from the government. So when they used to pay half a percent or one percent and now they have to pay four, five, six or more percent, their cost to serve the debt is going up tremendously. And that's the devil that I'm speaking about. That refunding of the existing debt plus the issuing of bonds for new debt will make the cost for the government skyrocket. And I wouldn't be surprised if in the fiscal year 2024, there will be $2 trillion just to pay interest on this huge, huge mountain of debt. Now, that means for us, if we need to park money short term because we're in our accumulation phase, we can get short term bonds for pretty attractive interest rates, even though I still believe like an American Express high yield savings account where you can get to your money any day is still the better thing. But for the bigger economic picture, I want you guys to be aware that what the, is going on there with the bond issuance and the refunding and the interest rates and so forth is getting to a point where it might get harder and harder to actually place and sell these bonds. And the last thing I want to say, this is a tiny little additional devil, is that the government is selling these bonds into the world, into the open market. And the, the places where most, the largest number of these bonds are held are countries like Japan, China, uh, Belgium, Europe, other European countries, and so forth. Now, for one, these countries have their own problems, but 
It's not that we are selling these treasury bonds just into the U.S. market. They are being sold worldwide. And if everybody is thinking like that little devil saying, well, they keep telling us it's going to get better and better. Why should I buy now when I have a good expectation to buy in six months or a year from now? That will make the problem even bigger. So for us as ideal investors, what we want to be aware of is that we find ways to place our money in really long-term value assets like real estate now because there will be a ramp up to a peak when all these things that I've been talking to you about in this episode are coming to a head, they're coming to a summit. And typically when that happens, the system needs to have some sort of a clearing out and cleaning out and then reset. And when it resets and comes back down to reality and has more uh, impact on positive developments and innovation in the economy, then we will be sitting very, very pretty with all our high-value assets already in our portfolio. So I hope this is inspiring to you. I know this was a little longer, but this little devil is actually really quite complicated to understand. So that's it for today. Be well, stay safe. And I really, really like to encourage you to go to idealinvestorshow.com, hit the button, book a call. Let's have a conversation. Because as you can see for the episodes of this week and last week, we're talking about the big picture. And then take what we learn from that and apply it to our investments in real estate. And I would love you to be part of that. So until tomorrow, be well and stay safe.